And now, Kyle and Steven present another episode of the Go F*** Yourself podcast. Um, it's Fix. Really? Well, that's embarrassing. The Go Fix Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Go Fix Yourself podcast. We're so grateful that you're joining us today, aren't we, Kyle? I'm so excited to be here today. It's yeah. just another, was it Tuesday? Uh, well, today is, yes, today but is maybe today. not for our guest today. Uh, but the Go <laughs> Fix Yourself podcast, uh, welcome, we, where we are fixing our worldview one conversation at a time. And today, let's just jump right in, man. Let's just get rolling. <laughs> <laughs> She's interview- yeah. introducing herself. Yeah. Wait, I actually. How much am I allowed to curse or not curse? Abs- go for it. I'm not going to upset your mom. No. Your parents. No, no, no. Carol <laughs> actually yeah. loves the F word. <laughs> okay. That's what I heard. Yeah. She's a big fan of you know fun fun. <laughs> That's. Uh, she's a big fan of all the words. Okay. Uh, no, I guess so, I, I'm kind of a sailor. Oh, me too. You know, I mean, like, I mean you've listened, and and I there was a actually okay before before I say any of this, Susan Snyder, yes, uh, general me. manager, venue manager of Willowa, gracing us with her mm-hmm. presence in the studio today. Yes. Very excited to have you. Um, but no, last podcast uh, we had, and the, the you know this guy to my left, he doesn't he curse. lets them go. He doesn't <laughs> he curse just, that much. He'll like he'll he, he's you know, got young kids at home, so well, that's probably it, even, it definitely helps. That makes me want to curse. Even be before the kids, even before the kids, this guy was like he would be like, oh mother, f-, and he'll never go fork yourself. Go to completion. Yeah. The mother, f- yeah. I go to completion. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. let's be and careful. So, but the other guy, he wasn't like swearing either, and I was like, just like being like, well. Fuck this. And then I started being like, oh my gosh, I'm like the only one swearing on this podcast. And yeah. Like, and then it was there, painfully obvious. There's been episodes where people have texted Kyle, but not texted me, been like, man, Steven really <laughs> swore a lot this mm. episode. And I was like, well, you know, sometimes I'm just in the zone of saying the F word, and that's okay. Yeah. So let them go. Let them I mean, fly. It's more than just the F word. You got the S word. You got like yeah, the C word. The C word. I, I love saying say, that one. Actually. I, you know what? <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think that's I actually been dropped. called myself the C word in a staff meeting yesterday. <laughs> really? Oh, in front of the employees. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, how did that go? It went great. We actually had a very cathartic staff meeting. You know, oh. it was like half therapy, half like do your shit. You were, know? You, were you coming clean about how? We, about something where you well just like i mean being a boss you ride that line between like mentor leader and then in hospitality there's a lot of friendship Friendship, right Mm -hmm. like and then being the boss right right because you kind of have to and then as a female it's even harder like to not come off as a quote cunt right yeah then that might be the first (laughs) That might be the first time someone said that word on this podcast. That's the that's the title I'm of so the podcast. I'm so glad I was yeah. the one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, we get you know females get called for the same kind of like behavior or like drawing a line. Yeah, we get called names that men yeah, don't necessarily. Bitch. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, cunt. And I've like, been called that a lot. It, it, 
button. It's a yeah. button. People do it sometimes to like yeah. try to push your buttons. I you call know? it. I call Kyle a dumb bitch all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but see again, that's a joke. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's you a good say point. That to that's me, good point. Steven? <laughs> no, yeah. that's why I said to Kyle. Yeah, that's why yeah. I joke this was way. Talking about you, you, but he did say it. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I mean, I got a ma- great way to start a podcast <laughs> off. Oh, well, I it's true. It. Like, I mean, I think of it, and and I've seen you work for a while, and it's like. Being a manager in the food industry or any kind of industry like that service industry more specifically is like hard because you are family in a lot of ways, especially mm-hmm. when you're working together. But you do have to be in somebody has to be in charge right. and yeah. tell people, like you know, and then you add in the entertainment side of it right. where it's like party, 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 have right. fun, like let's be hosts. Yeah. yeah. And things can slip, ha- slip out of the way like. You know, one of our big things lately is, like, you have to have your vegetables, too. Mm-hmm. It's not just the dessert, just the icing, ice or cream. even meat and potatoes. Right. right. You got to have those desserts. And I hate, or, like, vegetables. I hate vegetables. So, right. like, pretty picky. Really? Yeah, I hate beets, lima beans, peas. What, just because what about come, broccoli? They, they're grown from the I, earth? Actually, broccoli is the absolute fucking worst for me. Really? <laughs> like, baked broccoli with some, like... Some olive oil and, and some, some salt and pepper. Okay, random oh, like side story. Like the the, the few times I ate broccoli as a kid, every time I ate it, I got sick. Like I vomited up within two to three hours oh. later. Because yes, covered in ranch, covered in cheese, mm-hmm. it was delicious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But well, then I would get sick, so I was like, I'm done. That makes sense. Yeah. You have a bad memory. I might be allergic. I might broccoli. not. Like my parents were that generation that was like. Eat your let's veggies. just see. Like, no, I'm not taking you to the doctor. You know how much that costs? Oh, <laughs> let's see if you die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we'll know. Are just you dead? Sleep, sleep yeah. it off. Just sleep it off. You'll be fine. Right. It'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm starting so. to think my parents were that generation, too, because, like, I just got allergy testing the last couple of years. And I'm, like, allergic to everything. Right. Yeah. I'm, like, Ex- exactly. I felt like a piece of garbage most of my his, life. His now back, I know why. You know how they prick the back? His oh, yeah. back mm-hmm. was, like, inflamed. Like, I look like a, like a, a burn victim. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, exactly. It was really bad. You know, now, <laughs> yes, nowadays they're like taking their kids, getting that done right, when, when they're, they're young, like born. right away. Yeah. But also the technology is advanced to make it affordable to do that stuff yeah. too. It's you know? true. Yeah. I so. think that's why I've always been kind of swollen is I've just been eating a lot of stuff that I've been allergic to for like the past 30 years. I'm not years. fat. I'm just I'm swollen. permanently swollen. Yeah. <laughs> Inflamed is what I like to call that's it. That's good. So. That's good. Well, uh, you know, back on track. Uh, we're glad that you're you're here with us. Uh, so, you you know, like we tell everybody, uh, you know, my parents listen to the podcast. Yes. I've met your parents. You have multiple times. Yes. Um, and they still they still once in a while ask me how you're doing. That's nice. Like, oh, how is Susan doing? And I'm <laughs> like, well, you know, she's putting on a big show. So it's I bet you she's probably stressed always right busy, now. Always busy, always yeah. busy. Um, and uh but anyway, so they listen to the podcast, they know who you are, but you know, remind them. Like, well, I actually tell Kyle's parents. But yeah. <laughs> tell my parents because my parents don't get I'm out much. I'm pretty sure I've met yeah. your parents too because you At had your wedding. wedding. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is true. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We I'm, have, I'm in Willow. How did you forget that? That connection. Yeah. yeah. That was what, 2016? 2016. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never you forget know, my anniversary. We, we had just been open a year, you know, like <laughs> yeah. you guys were the first yeah. wedding to ever I believe be so. inside yeah. of Willow, yeah. you know? Yeah, because I, I think uh, I was super stoked. That your wedding was at Willowa, because 
I've never because it was brand new and I was like a big big advocate for Willow Walk like right. back then I was like oh screw the Pio screw going yeah that's where I was gonna have my wedding and then I was like I just or loved the it avenue. so much I was yeah. deciding <laughs> I was, the Buckaroo Club was a close second yeah. and then I was like Willow Walk <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just love Willow Walk so much and so I was super excited uh, and then we had your wedding but um, now we're, yeah, we're still getting sidetracked. I'm the general manager, venue manager, yeah. Willowa Social. Been there since day one. Kind of, um, as we call it, like straddled the street in the beginning. You know, like worked at Humpy's. That's where I kind of mm-hmm. got my start into all of the, of like being in a bar and restaurant as far as that goes. And like booking music and so on and so forth. But mm-hmm. general manager is kind of a very broad term for me. Right. <laughs> like... I kind of took on the role of general manager through the pandemic as out of necessity because it went down to just literally me and our yeah. chef D and that was it. Like somebody produce food and somebody be boots on the ground, even taking orders, cleaning, Damn, I know. you know, like yeah. it was pretty brutal. Yeah. Every time I was there, you were doing anything and everything. Yeah. Anything and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Security, cleaning. Yep. Yep. Orders. So you're not you're serving. you're you're a um jack of all trades. Jill yeah. of all trades. Jill of all trades. I was trying to think of I was like Jackette of all Renaissance trades? woman. Yeah. Jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh okay, so when you you're getting into the event space, let's go back, you know, now. Um let's take it back as we say. Let's look back. Is oh that, man. Is that what they say? <laughs> nope. We haven't said that once, actually. Uh, <laughs> look back at it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what he says. I used to say, I used to say, looking back at me. Do you remember that song by Crossbay? Looking back at me. Yes. And then uh that that was an oldie for people. We're um, actually gonna get that as a listen. sound clip. We should. We, should. we we really should. So anytime we reflect. Looking back at me. Yeah. I see. Okay. Good song. Noted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was Matt for everybody, our podcast producer. Um, anyway, so you know, let's take it back. And you know, how did you even get into this space, man? Because I feel like just a, there's a lot of ways you could go. And I, I'm not great at telling stories because I'm also like squirrel. Hold on, I gotta go back to this. That's the and best way to tell stories. Like, I, I'm call, just like all them, over the board, and then I'm like, wait, I gotta, I gotta pull myself. Yeah, yeah. Too, we call but, them bunny trails. Um. <laughs> We don't, but yes. (laughs) You know, I think really where it all kind of started was getting a part-time job, being an admin assistant for Morris Communications uh, reception, like answering the phones downstairs. Morris Communications at the time owned, you know, K-Well, K-Bear, KFQD, Mix 103.1. And I had always wanted to be in radio. I thought it was the coolest thing as a, like, kid. My dad, like, taking me to school, riding in his work van, sitting on a pile of, like, pipe fit, like, like, like copper, <laughs> a bucket, because we had, we had me and my siblings. It was a van, work van, all three of us sitting in, 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 in the, the front of the oh, truck. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, two people sharing the actual seat and somebody sitting on a bucket of tools oh, yeah. or fittings. Hell yeah. So, yeah. You make do. Comfy. Uh, I, I always thought that, like, the morning show, like, the radio DJs had one of the best jobs ever. I did, too. I always wanted to be And so one. I always wanted to be in radio. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw them post, a, like, a part-time position for a receptionist, like, I knew I could, like, get my foot in the door. Interesting. What was it about radio DJs that— Got your hook. 
I don't, I don't, I mean, it seems so fun. The trivia. Yeah. So easy, trivia. fun, yep. you know, I, like giveaways. Oh, it was man. just like something different every day, you know? I mean, this is like the heyday of kind of like radio as yeah. well, you know, like a little bit. I remember yeah. listening to Bob and Mark and just being Yeah, like, same. Those guys must be rich. They're so <laughs> cool and popular. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I was Meanwhile, like, little did we know they were like night lighting as DJs <laughs> yeah, as well. And yeah. like trying to make ends yeah, meet. And I'm over make... here being like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I know. They probably yeah. get all the women. <laughs> yeah. 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 So like radio was a huge draw for me. And that just kind of got my foot in the door. And then randomly, and then I went to like TV for a minute. I worked at KTVA Channel 11 before oh. it got bought out by, I don't know, GCI or whatever. And like, yeah, that was a small little stint. TV wasn't really my thing. I like to be behind the curtains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Part of what I do now yeah. is like being the puppet master and yeah. kind of like, I don't know, That's getting, the- getting, um, joy out of that versus being in front of people mm. per se you know yeah. that's i was never title. on air on the ra- or tv that's horrible sure <laughs> that's the title of our podcast the ultimate ma- puppet master the puppet master dun 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 yeah i always like i look at that position and like i look at it two ways because everybody wants to be like the rock star in front of the crowd but then when you really analyze that it's like not that great sometimes there's mm-hmm. a lot of aspects that are negative Hundred percent. Being the face or famous yeah. or all people that's, talking about you. You have no I mean, privacy. Just like, you have nothing no pri- anymore. Yeah, all mm-hmm. these things. Mm-hmm. And right? so, a lot of people, I think, overlook the behind the scenes, like success, where you get satisfaction from stuff that you do, and yet the common folk don't know who you are necessarily. Yeah. And so yeah. it's like that's kind of you can go out to dinner and not get bothered and, versus <laughs> like really somebody anymore, that's fam- right you know it's like but not in the staff <laughs> right right and so yeah I mean it's like flex. that was yeah, a flex that, that's exactly the point right yeah like, you, you can go somewhere and there's and, so many people in those fields you know like oh yeah there's the tech crews there's yeah. people like me there's you know like all G- kinds guitar of guitar techs, you know. Yeah, that's the guitar like techs, the sound techs, the AV techs, mm-hmm. the, the visual techs. Now, I mean, visuals are a huge part of everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, did you? So, you obviously being drawn to radio had some sort of pull towards music at a young oh, age. Yeah. I would assume, absolutely. Yeah. Like, do you recall like the band, the album, <sighs> the genre that kind of was like, "This is my jam." Like, oh. this is why I love. That's pretty hard to, like, I mean, I was into New Kids in the Block when oh. I was, like, in okay. fourth grade. Okay. Of course. And then, like, Smashing Pumpkins and Nine oh. Inch Nails. Oh, nice. And, like, you know, K-Well was, you know, like, the ultimate dream to work for. Because right. that was the type of music yeah. I was into. But, like, growing up in my house, my dad was very adamant about, like, TV's garbage. Okay. And it's called the boob tube. <laughs> and like, boob tube, yeah. Yeah, he would limit our TV. Um, so, like, music in the house was, like, a huge deal. Like, we could play music nearly anytime we wanted. And I respect that. I like that. Yeah, he always had a big, like, uh, record album collection. Mm-hmm. 
This is back in the day. You go to Costco and get your CDs. Like he would, he would come back with like eight new CDs. Sometimes he didn't even know who it was, right. and he'd be yeah. like, this, "This is garbage. I don't like this." And give it to us, and it's like it's Alice in Chains, it's Sublime, oh, wow. it's like My Chemical Romance, like all this random stuff. He must be like, like top it was 10. a buy six get two free or something. Yeah. So I just oh, picked yeah. you, whatever it was, right? Oh, you know, like Sam Goody, I think had a lot of all those that, deals yes. like that. Yeah, Goody. no, I mean wow. that was. One thing that was always in our stockings was like, yeah, gift cards to places like Sam Goody's uh-huh. or there was another place in the mall. I don't even remember what they were. Yeah. But music was like a yeah. big part of our household and like my life. And my dad was a big influence on that. Like he went to the Stevie Ray Vaughan concert here, which is kind of like an iconic thing. I don't know oh, if yeah. you guys know the yeah. story. Like he died Shortly thereafter, like yeah. that, Alaska was like his last live. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. of his last shows. I remember like crying to my dad, like, please, I want to go to uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. He's like, you're not old enough. And I'm like, I want to go. Where did he oh, actually wow. play at? Was the it the Sullivan? Yeah, I'm pretty it? sure it was the Sullivan because there's like a famous picture of him eating. Um, and I can't he remember. probably went, I think, Club Paris or something. I, I don't know. It might have been. There's a picture of him and his, like, tour manager or somebody, like, eating at a restaurant that's, like, a famous, one of his last pictures. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really, yeah. I mean, SRV, I knew he died. baby. So, yeah. You know, my dad would, was very, and then the, unbeknownst to me, and I did not realize this until years down the road when I started working for, like, Humpies and Willowa. Like, my family's message, my like, my aunt, she's like, you know your dad was a concert promoter for a very short time. Mm. I was like, I did oh. not. And then I went through some of our, like, his old stuff, and I found, like, this 45 that was signed by this, like, one artist that, yeah, he, I think he put on one show, maybe oh. two, ever. Still, that's and so, cool, though. like, yeah, you know. That runs in the family. It, yeah, yeah, music was a big thing for yeah. me and always will be. Was there, do you remember your, your first album per se that you got? Lisa Loeb. Oh, Lisa wow. Loeb. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whatever it was like, I don't remember. Okay. Specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Guys are way better about remembering name, album, titles, like all of that. I'm not good at that. But no. it was it was the one with Stay On It. Come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. The that one. was, that was the my first one. CD. Yes. I remember um, my sister had her drawer and it had a, I, I'd always open it and there was a big button, like the pin buttons of the new kids on the block. So when you said that, I just like took me back to being I mean, like that a might have been kid. like a cassette back then. <laughs> right, right. It was, but it was like, it was a button that she had that had them all you know? on there. And I was like, these are like what girls like, these boys right here. Like, you know, they all look, the boy band stereotypical. I was like, this is what I need to be. <laughs> this is what I need to get to. Yeah, yeah some of my uh, prized possessions was like a new kids on the block, like towel and like pillow oh, wow. and like stupid like posters. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the boy it. band you craze know, was, yeah. was huge. It was. Uh, which one of them was it? Backstreet Boys? I was also a big fan of Paula Abdul back then. Okay. Oh, man. You know, like female singers and and artists are also a huge influence for me too. For yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one of the boy bands did got take was it Backstreet Boys that got taken advantage by the producer? Like he took yes. all their money. Yes, I yeah. believe it was. Yeah, I believe. Oh, I was yes. like, geez, they got like zero royalties or something for Can you imagine? Big... No. It happens all the time. Yeah, but I mean when you're a Sad. kid and like you don't know what you're doing. No, like, exactly. Easy yeah. to happen. So you 
went through the radio route, short stint in TV. What happens after that? That kind of... So I see the most... Ran- like, I'm not very happy at TV. I'm like, this is boring. Right. I was working in what they call the traffic department, which is like you schedule ads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not that exciting. Sounds boring. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Administrative office. I see a random ad on Craigslist for a promotions marketing manager for Humpy's Sub-Zero... And Flat Top Pizza. Mm. Yeah. And at the time, Flat Top Pizza had not opened up. So mm. there was like a part of me that was like, did they put a pizza place on top of Flat Top Mountain? <laughs> like, I was yeah. so confused at first. <laughs> I didn't like know glaciers. anything about this. <laughs> the funny part. Hell yeah, dude, Right? And it was literally, so cool. it was like on Craigslist. It was a two-sentence ad. That's yeah. it. Like, very short and sweet. And unbeknownst to me, the story goes is that the owners told the GM of Humpies and Sub Zero and the soon to be Flat Top to put an ad on like monster.com and like find some superstar from out of state. And when he found out it was like $600 per listing, he was like a cheap (laughs) ass. It was like. He posted on Craigslist Craigslist without their permission. Oh, (laughs) nice. And they asked him about the applications, and he was like, so I didn't post on Monster, but I did post on Craigslist, and here's a pile of people who are local. Yeah. And somehow, I got the job. You got I put it in yeah, the Yeah, you know, I think it was every, you know, everything <laughs> is supposed to happen for a reason sometimes. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. That yeah. is pretty cool, because I feel like uh, that you've, it's funny how you see the synchronicities, you know, with your dad and music and concert promotion. And it's like all of a sudden, like that was like the universe. That's just where it was aligned. directing me before I yeah. even knew about it, you know, which is cool. In radio, I wasn't always like, I wasn't necessarily an on air personality. I also held like a essentially sales assistant position, like helping them and promotion assistant. So mm-hmm. going off site, helping them put on events, like making, you know, proposals for the salespeople, all kinds of like gift certificates, learning graphic design. I mean, yeah, all yeah, of it. Yeah. Yeah. I was, well, I was there for seven years. So I learned, I learned a lot. Oh, oh wow. You know? Yeah. See, that's the thing. A lot of people don't understand that in a marketing position, especially if you're like one person marketing team, <laughs> you do everything. <laughs> yeah. And people just think like, oh, and this was before Canva or any of oh those simple God, tools. Oh my God. I love Canva so much. Yeah. But like <laughs> you were having to learn. I pretty much don't do Photoshop at all anymore. I oh, miss, like, sometimes I it, miss though. it, but I did. You yes, did. I learned Photoshop saying. all on my own. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like you had to trial learn. and error. YouTube, like Lydia.com. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. There's so much. I look back on my original graphic designs, and I'm like, that was complete garbage, and I never want anyone to see it that's ever a, again. That's everybody. I know you feel that. That's everybody. <laughs> that's gonna be the album artwork for this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One of your old. We're gonna go <laughs> find all of them. Just, yeah, a, just a grid shit. of all of them. Look how far she's come. <laughs> <laughs> she's doing camera. Well, now. yeah, nowadays I have somebody way better doing yeah. my graphics for me. <laughs> yeah, I know, which I want to get into because I think that's fascinating as far as like, you know, uh, you were one person, basically a team, and then now you have like this amazing set of crew. But that's skipping ahead. So let's talk about, you know, just... You started doing shows. You started concert promoting. You started doing events, right? Right. And I would imagine my whole thing is like we 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 go way back, and so we've talked about this a lot. And so I know a little bit inside of the process that what goes into like coming up with events and trying to get people in the door every day. 
But like in my head, I'm just like, I'm exhausted thinking about it. Right? It's a grind. Yeah. It really I mean, is. when you're, you know, it, continuously being creative. Five days a week, you know. Yeah. Getting, you know, Willowaz very much become like an event space. So it's all about events. Yeah. Pre pandemic in the year 2019, we had 973 events officially on our calendar. Oh my. You know, gosh. and that ranges from like Geeks Who Drink, like trivia, yeah. to paint nights, to big concerts, to private parties. You know, to whiskey tastings, yeah. so just a DJ on the roof on Tuesdays. But, you know, so some things take a little more love than other things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but still, but it's that's like, a lot. And when a business is only open five days a week, yeah. you do the math, right. you know, like 365 days, take away DJs. So yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. And then, Yeah. Like I for, think the most we ever did on one day was like nine events. Damn. Yeah, like, there's not very many people that don't know what Willowa is, but, like, the description— I'm still surprised when people are like, this right. is my first time— Wait, I had one this week, and they were like, this is my first time at Willowa. Really? Yeah, like, lay out—like, give us a quick layout of what's yeah. in there. Good, good call. I mean, Willowa is a multi-use facility. It's been—it's had many things in it. It used to have a coffee shop. Right. You know, that moved away during the pandemic. Um, on the second floor, it used to be— <laughs> That's the one thing about Willowa is always evolving. But, you know, we have a, three floors. Rooftop bar. Mm-hmm. Beautiful rooftop bar. It makes you feel right like you're... Heart of yeah, downtown. it makes you feel like you're in a city yeah. and not like... We're not worried about having the most beautiful sunset inlet view. Right. You know? Uh, instead, the feel is to, like, make you feel like this is a big city. Right. Yeah. You know? And, like, we you are, we it, are yeah. moving forward towards that. And then the second floor, you know, we have some arcade games and we have another bar. It's called the Speakeasy currently. Um, it started off as the Speakeasy and like yeah. it's just changed and evolved much like Willowa has, you mm-hmm. know. And then the first floor, we have our box office space and bar and then two other rooms that we call the dining hall and the social hall. And it all like merges kind of together, right. you know. And Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a big, big old space. And there's a basement. Really? <laughs> yes. Does it connect to anything? Is there like, like a, an underground tunnel? Is, there's a few people at like Willowa who work there really are into like ghost hunting that want... What's their names? Uh, Emily. Emily? Emily and Pootie's like girlfriend. I say like girlfriend. Whatever. Our friend, my yeah. friend, Shannon, who want to bring in like ghost hunting equipment in there? Oh and I'm like, hell God. no, no, Why? I'm not gonna let you do it because I don't want you to ruin it for me. Because you don't want. There I've to be seen ghosts? some shit when it comes to that, like a Ouija in board. Li- well, not in Willowa, but like in other people's house, like a Ouija board literally moving on its own with nobody touching. I'm like, I don't want that. Like, you don't need to be opening portals inside of Willowa. Things are already crazy enough. Okay. But what if sales <laughs> went through the roof? <laughs> Uh, Come see the ghost. It's a really old building. So it started out as a YMCA. Oh, definitely. And then it was the Covenant House. Definitely died there. It was the Covenant House, you know, a youth shelter and center for troubled youth, you know? And so, yeah, it's been in the town for a long time. Well, we'd be very curious about uh, yeah. ghost hunting. <laughs> so if that does happen, call us. We'll we'll video it. You'll video we'll it. We'll document it. Maybe we'll do a like, we'll podcast. We'll come make sure there aren't ghosts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Guys, we're ghost hunting right now in Willowall. Like we'll yeah. do a podcast Citizen live. No. 
tell her. I mean, you've been in the basement, yeah. Stephen. You have too, Kyle. I don't yeah. think so. Really? Yeah, you yeah. have. You have. That's where the that's green room where, is? Yeah, that's the green room. Yeah, the green room. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, I've been in that, yeah. Because that was where, mm-hmm. like, we got ready for no, your no, wedding. No, I didn't know that was, like, that's, that's the basement. Downstairs. You that's, think yeah. there's something below that? That's what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were, okay. I, I, I was like, he knows. He's been there. I thought you meant, like, you know, like a hatch door. Oh, well, maybe. I'm sure there is. I mean... There's, I don't know. It's a very solid concrete building. Like mm, uh, that we know of. We mm-hmm. need to do a sleepover there. Yeah. Oh, I've talked about a, a Willow while lock-in. Like with oh, friends and family. Wow, what a good Remember idea. Remember the lock-in? Oh yeah. 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 With like flashlight tag. Yeah. Oh, my oh God. man. People crying, they want to go home. Yeah. That Sissies. would be me. That would be me. <laughs> we did sure. those at my church. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. In the um in the main auditorium, you know, you have all the stuff there, and yeah, you know, we had the baptismal up there and stuff. So kids yeah. were like trying to sneak up there and go swimming, of course, <laughs> and try to meet Jesus again. Uh, but we would play tag in the, the aisles, you know, and then you would jump over a pew and like break your legs. Yeah, and like exactly. somebody's crying and blood is. It was a great time. There's lack uh, of chaperones. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, that was always the yeah. nice part. Mm. Yeah. Or the chaperones go to bed early and then you're yeah. just let loose. I know. So yeah, I mean, most people know what Willowa is or have some yeah. kind of idea, some, yeah. but yeah, I'm still surprised to this day. Like people are like, "This is my first time here." Yeah. Well, I think p- the pandemic really ruined going downtown for a lot of people. Yeah, myself like included, besides family. But it's just like I don't find myself. Let's go downtown that often anymore because it's just you kind of got used to staying home on the weekend. Right. Because that was, for sure, and we yeah. still we still see that all the time. Sure. Like people still choosing to like stay home and not quarantine, but just. Give yeah. themselves space. Like, yeah. I mean, the the pandemic did a number on all of us in all kinds of different ways, you know? Like, yeah. if I could abandon I mean, my kids and go downtown, there was, I, I mean, would. there was a part of me that absolutely hated everybody who got to stay home all the time. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm like having to go to work and make burgers. I wasn't making them, but you know, like, be a part of it. I was like, I hate all this where I could be making pretty much close to what I was making just sitting at home doing yeah. absolutely nothing going insane from doing nothing because I'm not that person so you know the grass is always greener right <laughs> you know? right right right, right. Like, I get yeah. that yeah it's I, a, oh, go ahead. I think uh, that, that brings up a good point because actually I was just having a conversation with someone I was like during the pandemic it made me super introverted right it made me and now I'm like I'm, I'm a homebody and when I go out I'm gonna go out but, like, I don't go out that much anymore, right? right? So I see, like, every weekend come to Willowa, but, like, now I'm not getting out much. Like, what are some of the things that, like, you've seen, you, you've been trying to pull people out? Like, hey, look, we're doing this now. Like, you know, so, I mean, like, kind of goes back to that question of, like, events, kind of right. creative, like, being creative and, like, do you brainstorm these? You're like, oh, okay, yeah. what do we got today, guys? Like, let's, you know, give me you what know, you got. I mean, you come with five ideas. You come with five ideas. Yeah, for you're sure. fired. I have a whole <laughs> note in my phone, just like party ideas that are oh, like, you know, because cool. like constantly inspirations will come to you. Can bring those up. Uh, you know, and some of them are kind of like ripoffs of others, but that's all oh, yeah. like we all do, especially. I mean, recycled. Yeah, you know. I mean, for in- I mean, just a random example, like so. Emo nights. We do emo nights. Yeah. We've greatly successful with emo nights with Showdown. I mean, we worked with Showdown Those are my as a favorite. co-promoter, as a you know strategic partner for pretty much since we've opened up, and it's been amazing because you know they can bring up stuff, we can bring up stuff. 
we come together and we're even more of a driving force. Mm. But there are nationally touring emo nights. Really? Yes. Is it like that guy? Like Live Nation and like, um, yeah, big, I mean, so essentially like they find somebody in an emo band and wants to come up and DJ, right? Mm. Like I went to one in Vegas. It was at Brooklyn Bowl in Vegas, which is a bowling alley. I know it's very confusing if you ask me, but. Who was it? Who was it? Who was there? I can't remember. I mean, there's so many emo people in Vegas that weekend. It was when we were young. Oh, oh, yeah. So everybody in the entire. I mean, we went to like the arts district to a very small venue. And I think it was the drummer for Dashboard was DJing a emo night at a very small club and it wasn't even that packed that's why i wanted i wanted thera just to be like a one hit wonder just so i could live off that for the rest of my life oh the bass player for thera's djing this random bar in the art district let's go he's playing sucky music (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 Uh, i mean some of the so an avatar rave oh everybody's everybody's blue (laughs) and it's all blacklit Yeah, but something like bad. that. That's you know, like some of this, the production that would go into it and make it feel like it's actually like what you want to go to is, you know, you really yeah. have to think about those things. Like a lot of black Again, light. the emo night, you can just put whatever DJ up yeah. there. But, you know, if you elevate it by having like a photo booth and decorations and maybe a giveaway at the door or prizes to win, like what it's all about nowadays, you see it at festivals is like the experience. The photo ops, like what you can share on your yeah. social media, like people want content, they want something special. Um, so like you gotta, you know, elevate like, everything. You yeah, you know? gotta give people something they can brag yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So you, you know, were. with the avatar rave, I would love to see people on stilts dressed up oh. like full on avatars. Mm. You know. Like, oh man. And Dude. I wouldn't be able to call it avatar rave because they would totally yeah. sue me. <laughs> Ravatar. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, oh, and so that, that kind of right so stems, guy. and I would not be surprised if there's people already working on it. It stems from, you know, on social media, they have Shrek, Shrek raves. They have to change the name. I think it's called like something swamp thing. Like ogre we, raves. Yeah, or, yeah, like exactly. They had to change the name. And they were doing bikini bottom rave. Oh. So like a SpongeBob theme, but like the Shrek rave is where it all started. They have like an animatronic donkey. They use a like crap ton of like green lights, and people are going wow. crazy dressing up like characters of Shrek. How fun is you that? Know? So like those throwbacks, you know, tapping into what's currently popular. Yeah, you know, shortly after the pan, like when the pandemic happened and Tiger King came out, and we all became obsessed. I was yeah. like, I want to do a Tiger King party. Yeah, and I like I threw one, and it wasn't that big of a deal because it was like nine months later yeah. <laughs> or whatever yeah, right. it was yeah. when we finally got around yeah. to be able to do one. Yeah, you know. So a, I, I would imagine, and that's the thing too. Like there, there was probably got to be some things where you're like. I'm fucking stoked on this. Yes. And you work really, really fucking hard. And then, and then like it, it just like a band cricket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean like in, in your line of work, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with like, Oh shit, man. Like, cause well, <clears throat> you either put the bet, you put the idea to rest and never <laughs> do, it, do it again. Just like put it in the old or coffin like, and lock you know it what? up. It wasn't that bad. And we need to do better about this, you know, like getting it up, but like sooner, Getting the word out sooner. Um, 
again, elevating it, like, we've been working kind of on this, like, disco cowboy, disco cowgirl idea, y'alternative, for quite a while. Y'alternative. Y'alternative, right? Is that a genre? It is. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> is that like... So, like, we had y'alternative Tuesdays up in the speakeasy. Like, we primed the... The idea, you, what you really should do is, like, try your event or, like, start priming the pump somewhere small. Oh. Smaller, right? Okay. Like, sometimes just going big doesn't mean a big win. Right. Um, so. You gotta test the waters with a small Right, room. and as, yeah. and, like, you know, especially in Anchorage or in Alaska, we're always kind of behind the times, but if you were to research, you know, disco cowgirl, disco cowboy, any y'all alternative, like, down the States, like, that kind of party is gonna be popping up for you all the time. Really? Mm. Yeah, all over. Even when I was in, when we were young, they were having some kind of, like, y'all alternative, like, um, party, which mixes emo and country. Like, <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Well, yes, okay. a little bit. Plus disco, plus like just straight up mashing with shit. Yeah, like all the all the genres. The alternative. You know? I've never heard of. I've it. never heard of it either. I'm so out of so, love. But that's that's another thing. We're yeah. So we we threw like one disco cowgirl party and it wasn't huge. But then on the next one, we did way better. We got Roland Roberts band open and like having that live band. Mm. Again, multiple things. Like, we have a live band. We got a photo booth. We got, you know, giveaways, this, that, and the other. Well, the way we took it and elevated it was, like, I reached out to Alaska Potbelly Pig Rescue. I did see pictures of this. <laughs> this went viral almost. It went viral. Yeah. People were coming up to the door, and they're like, is the pig still here? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. is the pig still here? I'm not paying the cover. Okay, <laughs> like, buddy. And the pig got tired around midnight. I was like, next time you're going to have to bring two pigs. <laughs> yeah. But they brought a pig and a blue and gold macaw as oh well. My gosh, so, you that's know, cool, like yeah. it was really cool. They, you know, they, we gave them a cut of the door. But on top of that, people were paying, you know, five, 10, maybe even $20, if not more, to get their picture with oh, the pig. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's cool. Like you want, you it want, just again, you want yeah. Look, at, look what I did. Yeah, yeah, your one opportunity. Right. It's FOMO. It's like look at yeah. Look at what you know. I, did. I I mean I don't know about you guys, but lately I get really uh, like self conscious about what I post. Oh, here we go. <sighs> I just feel like I'm just like selling out, selling like come to my event, come to my event, come party with me, like yeah. come to trivia, come to paint night, come to this, come to that, and like even like my personal stuff, like it's just. Millions of photos that are yeah. never to be seen <laughs> in some ways. Like, um, uh, I feel uh, that is a relationship that only our generation has to deal with because of the social media aspect. And it's like, yes, I'm very... We were there before that wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, I don't know. I think my... Uh, relationship with social media or what I'm posting is like has been tainted since the beginning. Yeah. Right? Because it's like, you know, it's like, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. And then that's what you see other people and you're like, oh, that's what I want to do. And then like, then, yeah, of course. I mean, with the, I don't, you, you look at my Facebook and it's like only go fix yourself stuff. Right. Or only like stuff that I'm doing. Willowa, Willowa, yeah. Willowa. Like, so my, my Facebook page essentially has become like nearly a like quote page. a public profile. Like yeah, it, yeah. back in the day it was like, oh look, I can connect with my family in like Texas and like Michigan and that's all great and like old high school friends. And now it's just become like a marketing 
tool, whether yeah. that is for the business I work for or for myself. Personal brand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get As that. a personal brand and any brand, you can't just like post anything you want anymore, you know? Like it used to be you could post whatever, stupid food pictures, whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not, nobody cares anymore. They're like overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a little bit to do with it. I mean, because like, you know, even with this podcast, we're like, go listen to the episode Go check it out. Subscribe. Go check it out. It's like constant. And they're like, how do you, and I think it keeps coming back to like, how do you add value to that person? Right. right? That's what I think that's what the the big social media gurus are trying to say. Like, how do you add value to your audience? They got to find out after they subscribe. You know, that's kind <laughs> yeah, of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I tell everybody. Yeah. And so I, I think that's, that's the thing is like, you know, I'm trying to figure that out. It's like, what do we provide? Right. What's the value? What, what's, what's your edge yes. that makes them yeah. want to make sure they hit like or that they hit share or they subscribe? That's a good reminder. And there's so much content. We're like overwhelmed, you yeah. know, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. My hardest part is like if you like with Go Fix Yourself, that's the main thing I want to like promote. And, like, if I post, like, a holiday picture of me and the family, it's like, this is out of left field yeah. on my personal page. Like, <laughs> you know, I kind of look at it as, like, I, I'm not good at managing multiple And then brands. on the other side of that is you could have two pages, but then it's just get it feels overwhelming. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, just with Willowa and all those different pages, and nowadays it's even more, like, divided. You know, there's people just on Snapchat. Like, they're not on Instagram. They're not on Facebook. Yeah. Snapchat's still a thing, which is... With, like, a certain generation. With the the kids who are just turning 21 right now. It's huge. And, like, I mean, people... Yeah, yeah, see, like... All the kids are big into it. Literally, like, I think, like, 32, 34 and under and, like, that, like, 19. That's, like, their Instagram for us, if I guess I could relate to that, you know? That's what all the the teenagers And now you got TikTok coming on. I mean, coming on. Coming on the scene. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That hasn't been here for, like, three, four years or whatever. small (laughs) app coming up in the scene. Uh, are Are you guys posting on Snapchat? Yeah. I mean, sort of. I use I mainly use Snapchat for um boosting ads. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Boost ads. Out, uh, you know, yeah. like which we all know. Story, story, ad, story, story, ad. I, I, I remember <laughs> yeah. the big thing I like when Snapchat was really big, uh, I was like, ooh, I want to make our own filter. And oh, I, I remember. Remember I we obsessed. worked on this with the yeah. Snow Pro. Yeah, yes. I was obsessed yeah. with making filters and like, what can I do next? And for like theater right. shows, and I was like, you can only get it in this box. Because that was the big thing. Like Snapchat was all about the filters. Remember the dog yeah. filter, like yeah. all those filters. Like I look back at when that first kind of was a thing, and like there's so many photos, oh, the dog you know, filter. like the, yeah, the family yeah. or. Yeah, you like, know. check this out. Right. Like, open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes really big. Yeah. I literally watched a video of that yeah. with, like, me and my family. Like, yeah, let's, just buck, let's just fuck around with Snapchat filters for an hour and, like, take videos. That yeah. was a thing. That, that was, was a thing. thing. Yeah. Now you just yeah. do it on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You try out. The thing yeah. is you try out those filters and then you're like, nope, you don't save it. You yeah. don't do anything nope. anymore. And I nope. guess that kind of goes back to my point about, like, how things have changed and things will continue to change on a very rapid speed constantly that you have to like always be learning and like adapting. Yeah. Especially when you're trying to capture new young 
21 year olds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think uh, for event or, purposes. Event purposes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, let's yeah, just, yeah, let's okay. just clarify. <laughs> Sorry. Asterisk. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I do feel like social media has revealed like how many like narcissists we have because like you're saying like a a TikTok filter I will do it and to myself to see what it looks like I will never have the the guts to post it yeah. like when you're playing around with the silly ones but we'll there's see. people out there they're like you know what. I look pretty good. I'm going to post this one. <laughs> <laughs> that, post that, nine glamour, that glamour one is, I mean, well, people are true. freaking out over it. But, and like, yeah. Yeah, not going to lie. I mean, it makes people it does, look really good. I, I sent my it. wife, a, you know, a snapshot of that. Just to be oh, like, I mean, next, thing, you, next yeah. thing you know, there'll be like some hologram that we can just put that like filter oh, on our face at all times. Just some necklace. Like Star Trek was like, so I... Star Trek nerd. Yeah. Are you? All the way. Star yeah. Trek? Way more than Star Wars. Yeah. We just had a Star Wars guy. Yeah. On what, yeah. what about Star Trek? Was, it was my dad's on? favorite. Oh. Like, nostalgic. that was, it was his thing. Yeah. 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 The reruns that played on Channel 2 around, I think it was like 3 30, 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Right. He would go to Costco <laughs> and Get buy. CDs. Uh, VHS, <laughs> yeah. oh. blank VHSs, and oh. make us record the episodes. Heck oh, yeah. Nice. And we would have to sit up front and like pause it when the commercials. I mean, like, yeah, oh, wow, you it did was a that. chore. It was literally part of our like wow. duties as I re- children in the household. We yeah. never, we never. <laughs> We never did the pausing. We just were oh, like, Oh, no. My dad wasn't watching go. any commercials. Yeah. He Good was, for him. He was ahead of his time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had TiVo right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you know, like, the remotes always get lost in a household. Like, the remote was gone. So then we had to, like, go up and push the button physically, like, sit there and, like, like yes. Oh, shit. Commercial. Oh, yes. Yes. Sometimes we'd be like, oh, fuck. It's halfway through the commercial break. Or I forget to hit. Record, record. Oh, after it started. No. But yeah, that's the same. I mean, like you see those memes with like um same thing with music, like waiting, recording, blank yeah. tapes, you know, like yeah. cassettes, like I t- that's that's when I grew up. Like and I I listened to your guys' podcast and you guys talk about like the underground and like Beatles a little bit yeah. and stuff and like I was a little further ahead of you guys with like sure. gigs. So gigs was like my thing, you know, like that's when I like saw a lot of, What's it was, gi- you don't know what gigs is. I, that you doesn't said, ring you, a bell. You literally said it yourself was before our time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of people who are disappointed in you. Right you know what? I'm they sorry. would not be the first nor the last. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it was before the <laughs> my underground. My so like, listening. Okay. Man, I think it's actually... It used to be like where the, you know, the fire station, like the police station down further downtown, not the one across from Pio, like way down there. There was like a dilapidated, like two story building that was like one of the few all ages places. Gigs. Gigs. Agent Orange played there. Um, I believe Blink 182 played there before they got big. I I mean, 36, that was the first time I saw 36. Oh, wow. There was a couple of bands that that were from Diamond that played there. There was one called Fubar. But, uh, you know, at the time, that was like the big band at Diamond when I was in high school. So we'd always go and see there. But 
my dad didn't like me to go there. So a lot of times I had to lie about being there. So I didn't necessarily get to go there as much as like, uh, so, yeah. Right. It's easier for dudes to be like, <laughs> yeah. I was my dad's only girl. He was very protective of me. <laughs> I get that. I yeah. get that. It's yeah. Hard. You got a daughter now. I know. Huh? Yeah. I was going to say, I've I'm already looking, planned. Looking at she's, she's headed to the nunnery next year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Enjoy freedom while you got yeah. it, Caroline. She's building a basement where she's going to be locked in. Yeah. Chastity belt, like blacksmithing. No, that's just going to the nunnery. That's it. Yeah, it is. Uh, It is tough. I get that because I mean, when you think about sending your 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 only daughter to a a grungy concert at the time before cell phones, you know, before you could like track them, yeah, um, you know, like so many things. Yeah, Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah. disappointed that I. But I was late to the music scene as well. I didn't find Same. live music till I was like playing music till I was. That's like another thing. We grew up 19. Christian, yeah, and I wasn't right. allowed to. I, I wasn't even allowed to go to Thirty Six Crazy Fist concert. Yeah, like early, early on. Right. Oh yeah, I so. went to a couple Christian concerts at that church on Debar. No, it was further down Debar near um, the Walmart. It's like on the left. Like just short of Walmart, whatever it is. But it was like a church, and I remember seeing like a Christian rock concert there. I was like, "Oh, this is kind of dope." Yeah, I was like, "That's that." That was my gigs. Yeah, uh, Wasilla Assembly of God. Watching the hands go (laughs) up, going to Rock Fest. Yeah, Lost Concept. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Would makeshift? Yeah, yeah. House parties like. You know, yeah. the sand, I was never the, invited. The, the sand lake, <laughs> the sand lake sand pits, like pop up parties. Yeah. I mean, that was a, like a really you know unique time that the next generations will never know. It's like yeah. getting a call or like there was no texting. Like you would, somebody had to call you or you had to be like hanging out with your friends to know what was going on. Right. Yeah. You know? And, and even then they're calling the home phone number. Oh yeah. Right. And my dad was like, no calls after nine. Like he was pretty strict. I will murder You know, him. like who's calling? I'm, I'll pick up the phone and listen on the other side if I want to. Oh, <laughs> that was the worst. I am. The worst. Oh. The biggest thing I ever wanted, and I don't think I ever got it for a birthday present, was to like have my own phone line in my room because that was like a big thing that was like coming about when yeah. I was like a teenager. Is like a lot of my friends were getting their own phone number and in their own that, room. Like, how much did that cost? Like, yeah. I wonder at the time, like, like yeah. an extra forty bucks a month. Really? You know? like, was that much? Probably. Jeez, I chunk. think about that because I'm always like, every kid wanted that. I don't know. Who knows? I don't remember. But yeah, every kid wanted that. Yeah. I had yeah. that. Um, you had that? Yeah. Wow. I would be must up. be nice. I, well, it was our, wow. it was our computer phone. With one of phone. those clear phones or like some novelty phone, a football yeah. phone. Like, oh, <laughs> the football phones. I remember those. <laughs> oh, man. We had the family I computer. I love this nostalgia. Yeah, we had the family computer in my room. Oh, okay. Mistake yeah, that was one. also that was also nostalgia. Like yeah. I was just talking to somebody yeah. about like fighting over the family computer. Like you played it last night. Yeah, I'm playing Minesweeper. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that or the Br- the Britannica, the Britannica, yeah. and then yeah. there was like an encyclopedia, like what, trivia game. But I had the phone in there, and so you know I had a couple girlfriends in you know <gasps> junior high, oh, 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 and they would call. And I would like have the ringer on low, and then we would just like sit on the phone like five hours. Breathing. Your dad gets the phone bill, like what? Yeah, and I'm just like, I look back and I'm like, what a waste of time. <laughs> I could have been sleeping, getting my beauty sleep, and all this stuff. But I got inflamed, so I swell swelled up, and that's why I was kind of like <laughs> a bigger kid. 
<laughs> you know, because I wasn't getting my sleep. But yeah, 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 yeah. right, right, right. Do you remember burning yeah. CDs like a lot? Oh, I remember. Well, when you were saying like VHS, yeah, I was thinking about the VHS. My parents, and uh, I was just, just nostalgia has been uh, overtaking me. Basically, that my parents had this like cabinet with just like VHS tapes, and they would just record movies. They'd be like, look at the TV Guide channel. Oh, and yeah. be like, okay, this is what time. All right, we'll just pop it in and record it. Might not watch it, and then we'll just watch it later. And then I remember just, like, finding, like, you know, parents are gone for the weekend. All right, well, what's this? And pop it in. And Wedding watch night. <laughs> oh, All right. God. Yeah. <laughs> Must be a good movie. Yeah. It was very old. Uh, no, but I remember, I remember just, like, finding, like, random movies and just, like, being like, oh, wow. And I think that's where I first, like, fell in love with movies was VHS tapes. I know, And right? fast-forwarding through commercials and be like, oh, shit, Dude, oh, go back, go back, go Disney, back. The Disney white cases, like, oh, back yeah. in the day, and when they, you know? My like, still perfect. have those. Oh. It's funny because, like, you go to a, their living room uh, and, like, they have this, like, stand-up, like, I don't know, VHS DVD holder. Mm-hmm. And they have like all these right. DVDs and they have all the VHS is still in the box. Like it's, it's like, well, I'm not, I mean gonna, like one thing no like kids nowadays it. will never get to enjoy is like going to a video store on a Friday night and oh, like blockbuster fighting over the three <laughs> videos you're going to be able to rent uh, like yeah, as a family or whatever, the, you know, the cover, like, like when man, you see that sticking try, out, hoping you get <laughs> yeah. this one video that you want, but it's all gone, yeah. you know, like, oh, man, man, we like are video, video city. I'd, you know, video I didn't City. live very far from Video, video, video. City on Arctic. And so, like, that was, like, oh, a, wow. and then, you know, further into junior high and high school, one of my best friends lived at the one close to Jewel Lake. I mean, yeah, we went to Blockbusters a little bit, but Video City was, like, the jam. And then having to rewind your movies before you return yeah. them. No, please <laughs> be kind, rewind. Yeah, please be kind and rewind. Yeah. Um, I remember we had a Blockbuster membership and it was under my parents' name. And we decided to rent a movie that was R. And I think I must have been 17 because I got it. And it was called Sex Drive. And I don't know if you've seen this oh, movie. Oh, that's a good movie. Where they travel across. The kid um, travels. The Amish. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. it's not a porn no, but no. but the name the back name. then. So my yeah. mom calls me. And it's like, hey, we got a <laughs> late, we have a late fee for a movie. <laughs> oh. uh, it's a week. Oh. O- it's a week Blockbuster overdue. Blockbuster loves yeah. to give you some yeah. sex as well. <laughs> yeah, but okay. I was like, what? What movie is it? She's like, Sex Drive. <laughs> and I'm like, it's yeah. not what it sounds like, Mom. Yeah, <laughs> it's a comedy. Yeah, it's, it's, it was really funny. But it's a documentary I, or it's I'm, an info. <laughs> and I'm keeping it. Yeah. I remember uh, get, this was the the bad thing. Renting from Blockbuster and then like having a buddy be like, oh, dude, I really want to see that. Just like, can I? I'll take it back for you. Let right. me just take it tonight. Yeah, right. Oh, did, man. I did, we did that. $60 later. Yeah. And so next time I go to Blockbuster, they're like, oh, yeah, you never returned this three years ago. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Then, I, I, I've been sent to a corner store and credit over some stupid ass movies before. <laughs> really? They went that far. Yeah. Well, you know, this is a time like blockbusters were like closing down, yeah. but you know, and then somehow the one on Debar still knew that you owed this, like somehow it got right. transferred or whatever. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you, you know I, how that is. Yeah. If something goes to Collection, collections, yeah. Either you know or sometimes you don't know. Okay. Does that make yeah. any sense? It's just but like you know about Oh, it. I f- totally forgot about that. Right. My, my buddy, my buddy, 
<laughs> he realized like he well we were together and he's like well we can't rent anything right now off of this card and they're like no absolutely not like unless you right. pay 60 bucks or whatever it was and we didn't have 60 bucks we had like five cents you know for a <laughs> fucking movie and so he was like well can you just make me a new account and they're like well yeah he's like you can't say no to a new account right he's like i'll just open up one right now and so basically we just opened up a new account walked out on with a new movie with on his account and just i never paid so i'm just saying like the reason blockbuster isn't around might be because of because you sent them yeah, under. yeah yeah the, us you yeah, know they did i don't have, i don't think it was just that netflix like i remember yeah. when that came on the scene it was like oh you can have it mailed to your yeah. house yeah or oh, it felt so sexy back then. I was like, oh, what a relief. So you don't cool. have to go somewhere else. Like, come home Friday after a long night of work. You already have your DVD yeah. that you're going to watch, you know? Like, you get like five DVDs. Yeah, they were, yeah. It was very, and then, you know, that transformed into this whole streaming thing. And yeah. like, it's, it's just really amazing how much has changed in like 40 years. Yeah. You know, well, like I mean, you 30 think, years, 30 years. Think about that, it. It's like you know? 1960s was like forever ago. You had to ago. go to the theaters. Yeah. You know, like. and you just look how much the technology ha has advanced since then and what we've gone through just in our lifetimes alone mm -hmm. with the internet and like how much we have at our fingertips. It's, it's insane. It's insane. And it's so literally what, kind of insane. What you were saying as far as like your job and getting back on track. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> I was like, when are you going to do that? Good segue. <laughs> Uh, but like, you know, you're having to do different ways of promoting, ways right. of marketing, ways of getting people in and And then interested. you got to realize what your market still is. Like, for instance, maybe in other markets, radio is not as strong. But in this market, radio is still pretty strong Yeah. Um, yeah. to reach, you know, smaller communities, further communities. And their reach has gotten further. Yeah. Um, flyering posters going out and sending somebody to do that Huge. so like a lot of people nowadays you hear like oh you, you know like in other markets they're like you still do that and i'm like it's, it's still a big deal because it's all about like top of mind awareness like yeah. sure see something on instagram and then you go in this coffee shop and you see this poster and you hear this radio ad and you have a friend tell you about it and you see something on social media so you just have to like you got to see it. Pound it into times. them. Yeah, yeah, that's just top of mind. Yeah, seven times, right? That's like a general number they say. But yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, whenever I was trying to court a girl, I always try to make sure she saw me seven times <laughs> as quickly as possible. <laughs> <laughs> top of mind. Uh, so. Molly, is this true? <laughs> yeah, she can confirm. Hello. See you again. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, let's change gears a little bit because I'm very curious because – We've had Mac on recently, yeah, right? That was and the most one that recent. Yeah. Yes, that you have listened to. As, as, yeah, as this the of magic this of audio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, so we've talked a little bit about concert promotion, but we haven't talked about like ginormous concert promotions. Um, and so, as of this uh, recording. This isn't announced yet. Yeah. I mean, but, we can go there. Yeah. I we, did not, when you asked me if there was anything off limits, I did not No, th it. in this podcast, we record weeks in advance. Mm -hmm. A little peek behind the curtain for everybody. Uh, but so, you know. So tomorrow, should I just get into yeah, it? Yeah, tomorrow it. morning at 9 a.m., I'll be announcing Limp Biscuit yeah. with the yeah. Alaska is, Airlines Center. Let's be honest. This is an exclusive. We're not live. Yeah, it really is. We're not live, <laughs> yeah. but we're saying it out oh my God. in public. 
We're saying it it's out kind loud. Of a big deal. It is a very big deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Limp Biscuit uh, with Del Mag. With Del Mag and Thera, which we're very oh, excited I know. For. Yeah. I'm going to be the manager. It's been a hot for a minute since you guys have played a show too. Oh we wait, play, last we summer. Play, we played last uh, summer. twice last year. Yeah. Yep. So. Um, very excited. Very excited too. Yes. Very anxious. Very excited. I would imagine this is a very. I mean, I'll just like, uh, you know, note that with like, if anything happens <laughs> between now and when yeah. this airs, like, we'll take it. Things out. happen in concert promotions. You know things get rescheduled. People get really like ticket goers get kind of butthurt about that. I saw that like when we were young, people were, like crying and this, that, and the other. But you know, like I was there. The weather was not appropriate. You know, yeah. like they made us. Uh, I just recently, and so like red jumpsuit apparatus that we have on April 29th, like last week posted a video that they were rescheduling, postponing their whole spring tour. And I didn't like read through the post, but I hit the video. And I started watching. I'm like, wait, thank God our show got spared. Our show, oh. one other show they're still coming up to do, but okay. like, I mean, it makes, even as a promoter or like a concert producer, it makes your, you know, but whole, oh. Like yeah, tighten, yeah. uh, and, but things come up, and you know, you know, family members have issues. Uh, right, weather right. happens. You know, people don't get on their planes. I dealt with that with Taking Back Sunday. Yeah, you know, not their I mean, fault. It not was, their fault. Yeah. There's a huge weather situation. Yeah. You know, in New York. You know, but still, they yeah, still but hopefully, yes. Limp Bizkit, yes. May uh, May 13th yeah, at the put, arena. Let's just put that into the universe May 13th. Now. There will be no problems. Let's just put that into the universe. Let's just say, hey, Limp Bizkit's going to play. We're very excited for them to very play. Very excited. Yeah, because I, I, I think... I've been doing a little light LLB, like, or LLBR, light Limp Bizkit research. Oh, <laughs> what does that did entail? You, did you know Fred is a director? Yes. I did know, yes. Yeah, yeah. he's directed three eHarmony commercials. I, I didn't did know they were. Know that. I did not know they were eHarmony. <laughs> didn't he do a uh, movie? He's done a couple things. Yeah. He's, yeah. Been a, he's you know been in some shows, this, that, and the other. He's also like, like vice president movie. of A and R for Inter Interscope Records. Wow. You okay. know, like yeah. that. I was telling you guys before this, like the podcast I listened to. He started talking about. I was like, oh, I didn't know he did all of yeah, this. Like, now you know? he's my hero. Right. Well, like I'm a fan. Yeah. Obviously working at K Well. Yeah. That music, I can like I think I'm pretty sure I could recite break stuff from beginning oh, to end. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. That whole album. I mean But you know, I didn't know where like he grew up or yeah. you know, what he's done besides music. Most people nowadays do a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. Graphic, film, music. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. So okay, so talking about he's a tattoo about, artist, and then really? West Berlin is a enigma to me as well. You he's know, a, he's always been the crazy one. It, he's a creative cra enigma. Oh, cra I wasn't sure if I heard crazy or creative. Crazy enigma. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Honestly, I don't know the guy, but like, yeah, maybe a little crazy, but he's also very creative. He's theatric. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, dude. come up with that shit. I mean, come on, yeah. dude's got a brain. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's got, he a, good, he's got a good brain. So yeah, there's, a, there's all of that. Yeah, it's going to be, I mean, definitely probably one of the higher level artists I've ever yes. dealt with. So you give, know, I've dealt with a lot of artists. Give, I know you have. And that's another thing, too. You've dealt with, like, doing giant shows where you, like, have permits and you shut down streets and, like, it's right. a lot. It's a lot. And, like, very high profile artists. Give someone, give the people listening and ourselves kind of like a little peek behind the curtain, just kind of like what goes into 
negotiations, maybe. You don't have to say like about... 70 emails. I was say, you don't have to say about this specific <laughs> yeah. show. And then there's like multiple strains or strands, like email strands. There's like 70 here and 25 here and like... Yeah. So a lot of organizations. So with venue management, there's like nine key like elements. I mean, business, admin. I mean, there's so many things that are all working with each other that you kind of have to balance all of those things together. Marketing, booking, ticketing, hospitality. I mean, every artist is different. I've seen some really funny writers. Uh, I've seen some very serious writers. What's you a, know, what's a example of a funny writer? So like friend zone. And, and friend zone. I think I might have like the best one. I tell think. tell people what writers are. Writers R I D E R, not yeah. W. Just by the way, because I had a friend text me. <laughs> what's just, a, what's writer? a writer? Wider? A wider? No. It kind of lays out the stipulations of everything from production to security. To, you know, backstage access, uh, credentials, marketing. I mean, it's, you know, any, anywhere from like three pages yeah. to 40 or 80 or more. Like wow. Allison Chains was pretty crazy at one time. We, you know, you can request yeah. a writer if, you know, Just you're getting serious because so you can like kind of uh, figure out your costs. That'd be fun. Um. But yeah, they had like a bowl of fruit. And if you put it in the shape of genitalia, we like that more. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, ditto, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, they had, yeah, you know, oxygen. So, yeah, you got your, you know, <laughs> the things people always talk yeah. about. The green M&Ms. You know, the green M&Ms, yeah. uh, all like yellow Skittles, like that yeah. kind of stuff. A lot of times the reason they put weird stuff on that is to make sure promoters are reading it. Yeah. What I've been told is like, Surprisingly, there's a lot of shitty promoters out there that, like, don't care if you even have, like, a clean towel to wipe the sweat off your face. You know, like, those kind of things. Like, you know, so the cut corners. And, I mean, I will say the one thing that every artist that I've ever worked with and dealt with is, like, dude, Alaska, like, you guys always take great care of us. Like, it doesn't matter what promoter it has been. I mean, yeah. I I think that's uh, a testament to, like, this place, you know, and we say like, yeah, we're seven years behind or whatever. But when someone comes up of this big stature of like, or even if it's a smaller band, but like we've heard of them or whatever, right. we're just like, we're grateful. Yeah. We're stoked. And that's as like an audience member. But then as like a promoters, you guys go out of your way to make their day and make their week. Right. And sometimes you bring them up for several days and say, let's go on an excursion. Let's do this. Yeah. You know? Nothing sells Alaska to other people, like other artists. <laughs> we might be trying yeah. to get up here and then amazing photos and that like their time. I mean, just like Alaska is a very close knit community, right? We're like, oh, such a small town. I like guess yeah. the same thing in like industries that yeah. way, you know, a lot of people know each other. They're all on like the same tour, like, you know, like, um, Roadies runs, you and, know, yep. yeah, you yep. know, like, so yeah, the reggae group is all very close, you know, rock and emo. I mean, like they all talk to each other, yeah. you know, and they're all friends with each other, just yeah. like we are friends. Sure. So sure. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we're close <laughs> to an sure. extent. Fuck, I, uh, God yeah. damn. I'm so when you're looking, <laughs> when you're looking at like the Willowa budget for a show or whatever it is, mm-hmm. do you kind of go into a, like a like a website that shows like tier one is this band, 
these bands that cost this much tier two. And so you're trying to match budget with kind of like what you see available or there's a lot of research that goes into, there's not a set website. Right. I mean, the agencies, so you go, I mean, as much as like we could like reach out to somebody and they're like, yeah, I'm stoked to like the, the artists to come up. They're going to put you through their management Right. One way or the they're other. Dealing with that. Like, right. as part of their deal, the contract they've signed that their shows will be booked through an agency that they've signed through because that agent is getting his cut too. Right. And then management, who shows, all of that. Who shows dollar but, amount first? Hmm? Like, do you say, like, I have this much oh, money? Oh, they always, the, they're they... always like, make us an offer. They always want oh, us okay. to throw out really? a number. Yeah. That no, makes sense. yeah. I no. always thought it was the other way around. Like, all right, we're this much. Sometimes, sometimes. You yeah. know, if they if they just want to like scare you off or like they're like they'll like, put out like ridiculously high number. number. Yeah, yeah, the fuck you number. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, yeah, I can do it. And they're like, fuck you. You might try to start crunching the numbers to yeah. see if you can make that happen. It's it's such a balance. Like you're like, okay, maybe that is a fuck you number. Let's see, you know, what that ticket price would look like with yeah. these expenses. Like, do is that something we think the market would pay for? That's actually one thing I did want to like kind of like maybe touch on is the weird dynamic that Alaskans have with like buying tickets at a high value. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So like recently one of our coworkers went to Vegas. Chainsmokers has a residency there. He paid $300 for their residency tickets. Like they're there every weekend. And their tickets are still $300 in Vegas. And meanwhile, if we brought them up here and we were like, it's $160, people would lose their mind. Lose their mind. Yeah. Like, right. lose their mind. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Because as a meetup, like, we all have done it. Like, I yeah. have, like, paid for a ticket to Vegas or paid for California, West Coast. I mean, I've seen I, festivals I in, you know, Memphis, like... And then meanwhile, it's like, heaven forbid you spend, you know, $100 on a ticket. And like, after the pandemic, they're also, they're raising their rates. And the Alaska market is what they will always call a one-off, a fly-in date. We're never going to be on the tour route. (laughs) <laughs> like let's be real yeah maybe the maybe someday. transportation like transporters star trek yeah like, beam me up scotty <laughs> if that were to happen like if we could get there like dude yeah. yes we could be on, on a tour, tour route, route. Yeah. but until then the major tour route like sometimes you look out when they're like i'm going to japan or australia or yeah we're gonna do you know maybe a british columbia alaska hawaii run but even that's pretty yeah. Rare, so it's it's vacation. So like, you, mode. yeah, you're really like essentially tracking them down, and they're right. not not very often are people tracking us down. Like right. as much as we're like, our state is beautiful, it's wonderful. Don't you want to say you've been to every fifty states? Blah blah. That's not as much of a selling point yeah. as you think it might be. You know. So what is the selling point for bands? Money. Is it just money? <laughs> yeah, just the money. That makes money. Sense. I mean, nowadays, also, I mean, our production. Has gone up, you know. Like, like, what can you guys do? Right. I mean, even having like LED screens and LED walls in the state didn't happen probably for like, yeah, till like within the last 10 years. And so, yeah, those kind of things definitely have helped elevate us, you know. So then with all this stuff uh, that you're bringing up bigger artists, you're you're doing better, bigger production, and we're still having a fucking 
little bitch fit because it's 150 bucks. Yeah, why, you know, Sundown, Sundown. It? I mean, Willowell is not necessarily part of Sundown and like, I'm kind of happy about that. Love you guys. I <laughs> love you, Showdown. But man, at the end of that three-day festival last year, I like I was dead. It was a lot. It was, yeah. I would imagine also, putting on a festival Also, creating a venue a in the middle of downtown is a lot yeah. different than a park where you can start setting up for five days before and all this stuff, yeah. right? Like, so that's going to be cool. And we're going to have a bunch of after parties like that for are super, sure. you know, like Chromeo is supposed to be playing at Willow Wild. They're <gasps> supposed to be announcing that as like an after party. But that three-day ticket. Wait, they're playing. Wait, hold on. Yeah, because Chromio is like that's when, the only person I want to see on yeah, that. Yeah. I, I was like, Chromio, I'm there. Uh, are they? Which gonna, will be a side ticket? Are they doing a DJ gig? Or I, I don't know exactly. I, I would go per either se. way. I love exactly. those guys. Um, okay, but just like any big festival, like a you know when we were young or yeah. you know Bonnaroo, you'll see these acts doing smaller venues, right? right doing right. sideshows. And that's the same idea with Willowa with the uh, after parties oh, and stuff cool. like that. That, you know, we'll have some of the more headline acts doing after parties at Willowa. Yeah. For that. Which I'm I'm also excited about too because the Limp Biscuit show, going back to that, the night before. Oh yeah. We didn't get... even talk about the night Bro, before at Willowa. <laughs> Kyle, we're about to get <laughs> stupid. Does our golden tickets work at yes. all the See, yeah. Do course, they? Actually, well, it always said some limitations apply. <laughs> Does this limit? Does Which this... is like whatever Susan fucking says. Goes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, power. Fucking flex. Oh, I love the power. Listen, fucking best friend. I have the power. Listen, best bestie. <laughs> yeah. No plus ones on that. If nothing else. That's fine. But yeah, the night before, it'll just be, it's Limp Biscuit Eve. And it's gonna it's gonna <laughs> be a two hour DJ set with Fred Durst and DJ Lethal. DJ like Lethal. DJ Lethal. Oh my! Yeah, I think it's gonna be very interesting. This is like Look a in his eyes right now, dude. This is like a once in a this. If yeah. you ask me, this doesn't happen. Like when what if is there any time you could compare it to where you're like this huge artist? Yeah, came and played like a. Eight hundred person yeah. venue, or you know, like anywhere in town. I mean, that happens all the time here, though. I think, like, I saw, like, in, I mean, in, like Zach Brown showed yes. popped into like Salmon Fest. But, That's not a tiny venue per se. True, it wasn't announced. But like, you know? I, I'm thinking more like August Burns Red. We played right. with them. They did a, a a two show weekend, and we played the two shows with them. And it was like the first night sold out. Coots, right? A lot of people thousand plus people right. but that's still like whatever but the next night was like 50 kids at an all ages show right and i'm like all right and i told my band i was like last weekend they played uh not madison square garden but Times square playstation right. theater to like four thousand people and they were headlining the show and it was like packed wall to wall and i was like we just saw them with fucking 50 kids <laughs> which I was goes, like, goes back to the exact thing i'm saying is like same with food sometimes fighters. Alaskans Same don't, food don't know what they have until it's gone. Yeah, and you know there food, was like, there was a time you know like I said my dad there was all kinds of amazing concerts that were coming up here in like the late eighties and early nineties that like it disappeared for a long time you know yeah um, and then just died off for like several years it killed me like I'd always be like no nobody ever comes up nobody came up here nobody did come yeah. up here you know so it's very rare. Because again, 
It's expensive. The the market has to support it. We're not yeah. even like a million people in the whole state yeah. either, you know? Like Well, yeah. I think I think people will support LB coming up. Uh, I think I mean it's kind of the perfect act for this it's a, state. Uh, I guess perfect like, for me and Kyle. Well, I know Zilla boys. Yeah, but like <laughs> I always like go back to like why I'm glad it's Limp Bizkit, but like, why is it Limp Bizkit? Like, okay. where did you get like? That's a good question. Like, you know, they're not exactly. Not loud, I don't know. I mean, it, were you, was we it a have, feeling? We have lists. I mean, yeah. You know, with a with a show that big, like in an arena, if I have to explain to you or anyone who it is, it's not the right act. Sure. Yeah. yeah. If, it's got to be. If you're trying to sell familiar. four thousand tickets, yeah, in this market, it has to be a name. Pretty much every, you know, nine out of ten people know. Right. You know, a Foo Fighters, a Steve Aoki, you know, a Chainsmokers, a fucking Taylor Swift. That's way out of our league. Don't ask for that. <laughs> no Swifties. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. You know. So it's got to be, yeah, it's got to be that just right name recognition along with a price point that works yeah, for the company. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a system? Because I feel like my system would be like okay, asking I mean, my parents Hey, do you know who Limp Biscuit is? Yeah, and they both were like, "I've heard you talk about them." Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what a Limp Biscuit is? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I like, mean, sort of, my, sometimes my gauge is you know, my parents you, yeah, for sure. I'm like, kind oh, of, uh, they, oh, if your parents know, you know, it's big yeah, enough. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. When we opened uh, up for, uh, well, I mean, we grew up with these guys, but when we opened up for Under Oath, they were like. <gasps> Congratulations! We've heard you talk about them for years. It was like they knew of them, but yeah. only through me. But, I love yeah. their song. Um, <laughs> their so all their songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're yeah. great. They're I love them. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's not necessarily a system. Sometimes it's like reach out to an agent and we're fishing around for one name, and then that turns into something else because they represent multiple different yeah. people. Um. Sometimes they give us names that they're like, oh, don't you want to do this? And we're like, no, actually, I don't. Like, yeah. it's, not, it's not actually what I want to do. Or like that person's been up here and it was just like so-so. I mean, you see that kind of a lot up here too. And we're guilty of it as well as like bringing up the same people, you know, like we're bringing atmosphere back. But he oh. does really well. Yeah. The thing is, it's like these artists, they come up, some of them, and they absolutely love it. And they want to come back every year. Yeah. But that doesn't mean the market supports that, you know, right. up here yet again. Yeah. And I don't know when that day will be, but very much of it is about population. You yeah, know? And that then, makes sense. You know, like. Hey, we're growing, though. We are. We'll be a million Slowly people here soon. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I hope, uh, I hope it, not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> if someone, I was just in California. I was like, I will, you know, if I could just like bring everything about California with with Less that. than ten thousand or ten million people, I would, you know, I'd like do we it. could just, like, yeah, I would be there. You had me, yeah. you had me at California. Uh, yeah. Now, if someone's like trying to get into like event management or like concert promotion in general, what are like some things that you would tell them? Like, hey, work on this, or start doing this, or um, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. Where I mean, do you just start? Like, well, just like I said, I started like part time as a reception. Like, for the whole, like, Morris Communications, right, to get into radio, like, you have to start somewhere. And that could be a ticket taker. That could be a security guard. That could be, you know, a trained crowd manager. That's a great thing. Like, if you are really interested in being in concerts, 
like getting that. And it's, I think, a $25 certificate uh, to, there's different courses, but anywhere from two to six hours. Mm-hmm. Teach you how to like manage crowds and what to do and make sure, you know. I didn't even know that was existed. Yes. You know, huh. I mean, obviously there's a the fun side again, but that's the vegetables. If you got to be able to eat your vegetables and taking that crowd management like and realizing and realizing like what a big deal it is to bring, you know, sometimes up to like 20,000 people together. Not here. That's not us. But like in a festival, what kind of like responsibility you have. Yeah. Like I'm kind of the party pooper at work when it comes to that and like making sure that, uh, you know, emergency exits aren't blocked or things aren't stacked too high where it would like block a walkway, um, so on and so forth. Because like as part of that training, you have to like watch videos and learn about like how these people died as something they intended to have a good time at. And yeah. like nothing, I mean, I couldn't even like watch that. Like the Astro World videos are like so say, hard for me to that's, watch. That's just where my head that, like just like you know. And but that 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 happens a lot mm. more than you would think it would. You know, like especially great, great white. The, yes, yes, the uh, station fire, the yeah. station club fire. Is oh, one, with the pyrotechnics. Yeah, that's yeah, one. Of, that's actually yeah. like that literally still the main example yeah. in the train crowd management course that they bring up. But there's even one like from 1920s or something like <laughs> some some like essentially like back in the 30s like cigar club and like entertainers yeah. and like stages yeah. and different rooms and like the place to be. I think it might have been like Oklahoma, but a bunch of like doors were locked and like there was no PA and like most of the people there was like 130 people who died. I mean, that's, I mean just like yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like what? no yeah, I mean, it's about I'm yeah. So, it happened a few years ago, Steve. No, that was so. like way, it was like the 20s or 30s, <laughs> maybe. 20s, yeah. 30, yeah. Yeah. That was a yeah. lot. And like all of that has helped build these regulations that we have currently. Yeah. Well, you, you know, want, you want so, to make, you want to focus on the Which fun. goes back to that writer, you know, <laughs> making sure that like promoters are doing what they should be yeah. doing. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we, we could get into Woodstock 99 right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but maybe Dude. we shouldn't. That Netflix documentary, though, the opening scene caused me so much anxiety right away. Like, that's the kind of things I do freak out about. I mean, there's more, again, waste management, sanitation, water, yeah. crowd management. You know, I mean, there's way more to, that goes into it than booking bands and having a sound system. Yeah. And a stage. Yeah. That's the thing that people don't see a lot. It's like taking is the, care of these people, you know? Yeah. You're like, well, you're, you're like you just said, like taking care of them, but you're expecting like, okay, they're going to want drinks. Let's provide them drinks. They're going to want food. We can get them food. They're right. going to want bathrooms. Let's make sure we have, you know, high plumbing, you know, high quality plumbing, you know, uh, bathrooms. They're, they're going to want this. They're going to want that. They're going to want photo ops. And it's like, also people can have fun. <laughs> no, 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 no fun, no fun. Do you do you have like a a checklist? Do you have to like for every event? You're like, okay, we have security, we have this, we have this. We have a safety plan and narrative and stuff like that. You know, yeah, um, yeah you know, safety meetings. Usually, like with Steve Aoki, we are set to have one on four three. You know, like five days in advance. And I don't want anything. I'm always yeah. again, <laughs> what we just talked about. I'm always worried like somebody's gonna get hurt, right? 
and just the backlash from all that. I'd rather just have an event go off smoothly. If that means cutting out something that might cause a problem, then that's that's the better route, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, I love that. So I love it. Do, do you get to find, like, since you're stressing about, like, the thing the whole time up to it, like, do you get to enjoy events that so much? So that's like, yeah, I was thinking about, like, Limp Biscuit, and I'm probably just going to be on the side stage and be like, get the hell, you're not supposed to be here! Like, stop vaping or something. Hey, no. we got a guy Whereas, by like, the There's accident. part of me that would just rather be out in, like, the <laughs> yeah. mosh pit, like, fully enjoying the show. Right. right? Yeah. Like, 100%. Would, would you be in the mosh pit? Not the circle anymore. I'm too old. Yeah. I'd yeah. probably, like, break a bone. Yeah. Can you have, like, a... Can you have, like, a... <laughs> teammate that you tag in for just the concert part portion uh, where they take over? really. I'm you not that person. Anybody? I got control issues. Me too. Yeah. I have yeah. You know, I get to enjoy it. Like, Jimmy World, I got to enjoy some, yeah. you know, like the music part. Like, once the main act goes on, things kind of settle down, right. right? There's not a lot of people pulling you to be like, we need this done, we need that done, and so on and so forth. Um, once the main act on, they don't need anything. Yeah. Like everything should be going the way it's supposed to be going. Sure. So you get a few minutes to enjoy it, but before they're over, you're like back at it, making sure that, you know, like they're going to have whatever after show food, so on, you know, transportation, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. Gosh. It's so, a lot of logistics that like, I feel like everybody goes to concerts and they just kind of expect everything to just go smooth. Like it's yeah, just, I yeah. go to get, and I think that's also why you were talking about price points and stuff like Alaskans. Like we have great shows, um, but we've always expected shows to probably be in like the 40 to $80 ticket yeah. range for the most, like, I'm not saying that's good or bad, but when you fly out of state to another concert or something like that, you just expect, I feel like to pay more money because you've traveled somewhere. And I think you yeah, also expect yeah. to get those like special things like right. this cool photo op as you go in and yeah. all this other stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. So like we're trying to add that stuff too to make sure that they feel like they're getting a value for that amount of money, right? Like, exactly. Yeah, it yeah. feels like Alaska isn't, and I don't mean this, Per se, but like not the professional concert place, but it's on its way. It's to on there. its way. But like when you go to Vegas, you're like, these guys have been doing this forever. So I expect the premium price right. versus Alaska. Like maybe it'll be good. Yeah. Maybe who knows? Yeah. Maybe yeah. you have Hobson or something like right. not. You know, I mean, that's why Willowaw got an LED wall. Like right, we, right. we needed to like continue to like up bit. the game of yeah. things, you know? Sure. So it's just the like kind yeah. of a waiting game, maybe yeah. to when it is. We kind of catch up, but then hopefully we are slightly above the curve. Sure. You know, like making, well, you know, here I'd rather sure. do that, like be slightly ahead of the curve and like kind of like take a hit on that yeah. than yeah. like be behind the curve on yeah, it, yeah. you know, if that makes any sense. Be kind of second tier concept. Right. Like, like you, oh, they, you know, they, these people are already doing it. And it's like, no, we were like nearly the first, you know. Right. So are the first. I mean, you guys got lasers. I mean, you got LED walls. Pyrotechnics, I think, obviously. <laughs> yeah, every, every week. Soon to come. It's called vaping inside. Yeah. That's yeah. Like. There's a lot of smoke in here. <laughs> haze. We have no haze. Yeah. Haze. No haze. The fire marshal yeah. loves haze. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah. We appreciate your time. Um, we're grateful that you graced us with your presence. But yeah. what, is, what is next? What is like, you know... Besides this giant I mean, show. Besides Limp Biscuit. Steve Aoki, and yeah. then Red Jumpsuit, and then Limp Biscuit, and then Atmosphere, and July, hopefully a break. 
Oh, really? Okay, <laughs> really? cool. All right. Are you Fingers gonna, crossed. Vacation like, planned? No. No I don't. I don't planned. know. I'm just saying as far as like concerts and big events, probably nothing planned. What? Why? Big, big. Why? I mean, fishing, camping, like really hits okay, off so by then. You know, out of I mean, we're out of town. There's, there's, a, there's another part of like um, cannibalism. Yeah, and I didn't even like get into this, but like a lot Wait, of more did you say? cannibal, like the concert, like dollar, like there's a lot of concert promoters, yeah. and we're all maybe like planning the same weekend. Yeah, and all like that. It's, 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 for instance, like puddle of mud and backyard barbecue are on the same day, you know, right. and people gotta pick. You, you got to pick, and that's it? a very much of like they could probably do crossover. Who's and, backyard barbecue? Who's playing? Uh, Brad Erickson, don't ask me. It's a country person. I'm oh, not. I mean, that like, puddle of mud. Yeah. <laughs> what about puddle of mud? She fucking hates me. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, oh, I was going to say, you well, don't know. You in particular, but there's plenty of people who like. Yeah, I'm not a country boy. Country, not a country boy. You know, and the thing about backyard barbecue, it's like there's people who go to it religiously. They don't even care who it oh, is. Really? It's just like, you know, that's the, that's the summer party that they look forward yeah. to, you know? So, I guess that makes sense. And yeah, so there's, a, you know, like try to like, Give everybody some breathing room. And yeah. then right after that, August, you got Salmon Fest. There's a rumor Willie Nelson might drive up here. Oh, oh Slick Willie? Oh, let's get him on the podcast. He's never, he's oh. never been here because he doesn't oh, wow. fly. Oh, so that's another thing, actually. Up. we Yeah, I won't say who, but we reached out to one artist and they were like, well, she doesn't like to fly. Doesn't Beyonce. and won't start two yeah. different Beyonce. things. Okay. I don't like to make this call, <laughs> but I got to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that, so, man, well, yeah, Salmon Fest and then the State Fair. So, you know, like. Yeah, jam-packed. Yeah, there's a lot coming up. Of course, you can probably find all this information on willowasocial.com. That was my next question. There's an events tab. Yeah. Willowasocial on Instagram. Instagram. TikTok. TikTok. Yep. Snapchat. Facebook, Twitter, which is also taking off again. I don't know. It's is so it though? And then also it's in the news recently about like, ah, it's tanking. And then it is tanking, Elon's like but pissed that it's like not even half his investment. Nobody was interested. In, weren't you there at that Twitter or Twitter meetup? You me? I was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like back then, nobody yeah. was doing it. Now, yeah. it, now I guess all the cool kids are back on there yep. talking. Smack I mean, about Anchorage or whatever. Yeah, What's the, cool it, or not cool? It is funny how what is happening is these kids don't want to be on Facebook. They want to be on the platforms their parents are not on. Too. Uh, I think it's another part of it. Sense. If that makes any sense. Oh, that all. makes complete sense. Yeah. Also, like so much crap is posted on Twitter, it gets lost. So, like, you can just like talk, say shit whatever, and nobody maybe even sees. Except it, when so. you like want to host the Oscars, and then like someone goes back ten <laughs> well, years. Well, that's a and whole different up. level. Yeah, but you'll never be at that level. I love you, Stephen. But. <sighs> That's okay. I'm and okay if you with that. Are, she, didn't, she didn't say that about me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, come to Willowa. Yeah. Check out our website. See what we got going on. Well, that's very great. good. That's a great way to end it right there. Are you guys going to use your golden tickets? I'm going to go. I'm, to, I'm gonna going gonna tonight. Count how many times you use them? Technically, I already have before I even had my golden. Tickets. I just yeah. got mine tonight. Yeah. But you also thought you were using it for something you didn't. Remember, you were like, "Oh, I thought that was the Echo Smith thing." Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to Echo Smith, but I was I went to Breathe Carolina, but I was oh, still yeah. pleasantly surprised, and I loved them, and it yeah. was fun because we got to hang out with you and Dylan. Yeah, that's one of my more was a good favorite shows recently. Yeah, and they were great. Uh, but I like walked in, and they're like, uh, you know, you know, do you have a ticket? And I was like, 
uh, golden ticket? And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 right this way. And I was like, oh, nice. Okay. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah no, we'll def- I'm definitely using it. Kyle, we'll I'm guessing it you're going to use it once this whole year. What happens if I use it twice? <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will give you a $50 gift card on top of that. You show- oh, damn. <laughs> I'm going tonight. <laughs> You have to do use it for a cover charge. You can't just show up two times in a I'm year. I'm just gonna show it to everybody in there. That's <laughs> yeah. one yeah. time. That's exciting. Well, I will. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it You're on my calendar here first, folks. Yes. yes. This is a, a recorded podcast. So, anyways, thank okay. you, Sue. Thank yes. you, guys. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yeah. Bye. Oh, this has been super fun. Good. Okay. Bye. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Kyle and Steven will be back with a new episode next week. In the meantime, check out GoFixYourselfPodcast.com. And remember to always go fix yourself.